What does yes mean to you? What does our yes mean to you? Are we aware of what we agreeing to? Are we aware when we're not and we think that we are? Because I can feel your emotions. It got me up out of my sleep because my spirit cared. My heart cared. My soul cared. Every thought that I have, it cares. Every step that I take, it matters because I care. I care that you care. I care that you so love. I care that you say that you are. Living in a spirit, soul, and body and encountering a father in spirit and in truth. Using faith that the world can never give. So what does yes say to you? What does it mean to you to hear yes and look somewhere else? Say something else. Agree upon something else. Yes mean exactly. Yes mean totally. Yes mean it is. Yes mean you did. Therefore you still do. Before I even think about salvation, I must first think about you. Think about you, Father. You so loved that you gave. Think about you, Father, before the foundation it is you. Think about you, Father. You spoken it, and it is so. Thinking about you, Father, when I say yes, that you are the highest. Yes, you are who you say that you are, regardless of anything that's trying to say that you're not. So what if I actually agree to, if I'm disagreeing emotionally, if I'm disagreeing socially, if I'm disagreeing by wavering, if I'm disagreeing by doubting, if I'm disagreeing not coming away with you? Where does that put my Yes. Knowing that you see if I really do or if I don't. Knowing that you see ahead of time. Even when my feelings can feel like this is it this time. I'm all in this time. But you can see something different if it's not. You can see and hear what you can say come out the mouth of those you have created. How does that look to you? How does that even sound? To make a not joyful noise. 
to believe in you and to pray to believe in you and to get confirmation to believe in you. I mean, I got to be convinced that you are who you say you are, but I have given you my answer by saying that it is. But why is my body saying something that is not? Why is my believing in another direction? But I lift up my hands and I say I serve you. Let's back this up a second. If I say I love you and I'm wavering my hands as a symbolic symbol of praise and I'm stomping my feet, if I'm trying around, if I'm releasing your word on what you only said, but if I don't love those who I see every day, if I love every other person, if I love those who only love me back, then where does that put my yes? How important it is to value another. Do I value everybody the same? Do I value those who value me the least? Do I try to escape being stretched to develop? Do I try to bottle down issues of life that's trying to be folded to the surface? Am I denying my own come up? Am I denying my own way of launching? Am I denying my own way of embarking? Where does that put me if I say I only believe and I worry? Where does that put me if I'm thinking a negative thought about another, whether it's true or not? Where's the value that comes along with the yes? Do I tell everything that you're saying to me that need to be sacred between you and I? The children of God, the Israelites, decided to make an idol as a golden calf because they felt that Moses was taking too long. So what does that say about the yes that they believe and continue to walk by faith and not by sight as children of yours? Children of you. So they had to find another to worship, to praise. What happened with them just doing it unto you as you always do because you're still the same? So they let a man cause their eyes to look somewhere else because he was absent away with you? So who were they actually worshiping all along? Was it you or was it Moses? Because he the one who left, you never did. So what was the purpose of the golden calf? If you are always there as you say you are because you are. So what happened with that? What happened with that yes? I haven't even scratched the surface of salvation. I'm still stuck on you right now, Father. Because you are the one. What does that say about us being here and not even here permanently, but making permanent decisions that you never even said regarding humanity? Thinking thoughts that salvation cause us not to think anymore. Being in a mindset that we don't have to walk in anymore. 
emotionally free and free indeed from every lie of the enemy permanently. So what's going on if we still deciding to claim salvation but our heart is somewhere else regarding what Christ has done. I didn't even scratch the surface of salvation yet. Let me still stay right here with you. Who walk with us daily. That shows how much you are merciful. That shows how much you are kind. You are patient. To hear words of manipulation Words of hesitation without no evaluation. How does that even look to see that we are blind and yet give a word about not to be blind? You are healed, but believe in you for the healing to take place that already has. You are prosperous but put the limitation to how you want to prosper my life. Focus too much on natural resources, but you are resourceful. What does it even look like to not even hear how we really feel about you even? Or we just say what we think you need to hear or say what we've been taught to say. How many of us come away with you and deny mommy, daddy's teachings that means well, but it's not what you say. And we go away with you because it's what you say and not those who are around us. How does it look in your presence for us to say we even know you and we don't value each other? You can tell. You can see. You encounter it daily. For those people we feel that are important enough, we go, you know, a little extra mile for them. To respond to them. To acknowledge them. But for somebody name we never heard. We wouldn't. And those are the ones who we supposed to value also. I'm not going to say that David was not valued. But Jesse knew that Samuel was on his way to anoint. So why didn't you have David present? When you stopped the other sons from what they had to do to prepare for the meal. But you had David to prepare out there with the sheep. Not even for the encounter with Samuel. But to attend. And yet he was the one who was bold enough to conquer Goliath. How many Davids surround us daily that we don't even value? How about we start out so fired up for you, willing to do whatever it takes, so desperate for you, but when we receive the resources, we receive more people present and we're populating, 
and we see a good name for ourselves. And then we have a look on the outside that goes along what's going on on the inside to look very influential. But say words that yes doesn't say. This must really matter to you because you got me up. 12.50 in the morning right now, but I've been up before. Because I was on here longer than one minute. How about we have success all wrong? How many of us want in your will the way we want it to be that fits us? That you didn't even write down. How many of us are even having an open heart and say, nevertheless, for real though, but not saying it and not living the nevertheless. How many of us have to lean on others' ability to help us due to sharpening and quickening and not able to stand on our own two feet with the one before us who we say we serve? If we know we have a negative thought about somebody, even due to retaliation, why entertain or engage if those words don't come from you? You wouldn't say hurt your neighbor. You wouldn't say disrespect your neighbor. You wouldn't say throw out fiery dots. You wouldn't say talk about this person. Discuss what not to be discussed. You wouldn't say go against. You wouldn't say deny. You wouldn't even say disvalue. You wouldn't even say unimportant. Now I'm still right here with you, Father, because you're the one. You're the all-sufficient one. And I come against the theology of a Pharisee. They just have theology, but don't even have a life built upon faith. How many of us try to make things happen on our own and try to stamp your name on it? How many of us try to steal your glory by saying we the ones who help somebody accomplish something? So we gathering people up who are God is who you are accomplishing. That we can clearly see God's move and hand upon their life. And yet we have them with us so we can say that we don't want the cause of them to receive God's promises. God's accomplishment. Dressing up words and dressing up ourselves to go along with the words. But believe in every other word that proceeds out of your mouth. It's not somebody being hard on anybody. It's not somebody misunderstanding somebody. It's about legitimate facts, biblical facts. Not about being rational, but faithful. Not being lumpy nor bumpy with the walk. Not being some timing with you. I'm still with you, Father. I didn't even get to Christ yet.
How many can stand and seize a storm and not thinking that the storm is supposed to happen because you consider it to be persecution? How many are willing to know, like Paul said, through every child of tribulation, I give praise because it builds up my character. How many run from persecution? How many run from being sharpened? How many deny the sharpening by having I know it all attitude, but don't say it, but clearly demonstrate it? How many are very offensive? How many are very insecure? That they care about their brothers and sisters in Christ, but just don't care to be around you because every time I get around you, my issues float up and it feels as if I'm intimidated by you. But I don't want to admit that. So I'd rather not be around you. I gotta disregard you. Not even aware that that issue being floated up so you can receive your breakthrough. Because God is present. How can we say in any way, shape, or form, God, you are present? But when you sit there and say right now, face in any way, shape, or form, I am He, and we deny because we expecting you to show up the way we expect the expectancy to be. Come on, Lady Wisdom. You refer to yourself as the one who calls in the middle of an intercession, a busy intercession, busy traffic. You symbolically describe yourself, Lady Wisdom, as the one who's in the morning out in traffic on your way to go to wherever you got to go. Your job, whatever, your organization, wherever you got to go. Because it's very busy during rush hour. You could have chose a street or a specific item. You say in the middle of an intercession, on a highway, an interstate. That means there are many present, and yet your voice is louder than the traffic. But who's going to hear me save wisdom? Who's alert for me save wisdom? Wisdom, you would never let us down. We increase with you by gaining understanding. Because you teach us by you being from God. To remind us that we are like our father God. You teach us. How to really know who we are. And how to embrace you on a daily basis. That you are in every area of our life. Only if we invite you to. So how can I have you in this area. But don't have you when it comes to loving my neighbor. As I love myself. But I have you when it comes to my spending. But don't have you when it comes to my believing. How many of us, Father, I'm still right here with you. How many of us are actually agreeing with a lie that we believe Christ bore on the cross? And you're watching us go through this because it's not a force. Salvation is very blood dripping. Christ's blood dripping. 
Because we don't ever have to be in that state of thinking ever again in a form of calamity, in a form of destruction or deceit. In the kingdom and the earth and beneath. Satan can stop what he's doing right now if he wanted to. You're not forcing him to continue to seek what earth in our life he can devour. He still choose to. So if we come together and not use him to divide us all, where does that put him in the area of surrenderance? Misery loves company. And if we accompany it, we keep feeding it, it's going to keep eating. You with us on a daily basis, God. What does it look like to see what you see in us? See, a lot of times we want to be seen when we stand next to somebody else. But you looking right at us. That's why Christ said, Peter, who do you say? Now what they say that you say, no, who do you say? I'm going to make it personal. Quinesha, who do you say regarding your money? Who do you say regarding your health? Who do you say regarding your child? Who do you say? Open up your fridge. Who do you say? Look at your clothing. Who do you say? Look in the community. Who do you say? Think about the vision and dreams. Who do you say? The presence. Who do you say? The words of wisdom. Who do you say? Now you get the trouble on every side. But who do you say? Now you get the worldly breaking news. But who do you say? Now your loved one's saying this. But who do you say? Now you're encountering this. Who do you say? Those in the body doing this. But who do you say? That I am to you. Anybody can dress up my word. But who's living it? That's who's free indeed. Who only can say, who only will say, who's only desperate to say, only what I say. Who's willing to take their hands off regarding their finances, regarding their goal setting, regarding their goal planning, regarding embarking, regarding increasing, regarding launching. Who's willing to take their hands off and let me have them to excel and not them try to excel through me. Anyone who's trying to do without hearing from me say to do, they're trying to rush me. And many are trying to rush me, say of God, regarding something I never even said that I would do. It sounds good to have that business, doesn't it? But did I say it belong to you? Even when it says that even if I said it did belong to you, but didn't I say at the time that you decide? And we wonder why it's not prospering. Regarding that job, yes, yeah, sound good. The connections are good. But that last job that was making less was actually the one you should have still been at. Still been on. Yeah, it sounds good to listen to great advice from a person who has a great name. But if it's not the advice I'm saying to you, it's not confirmation regarding you. 
So what does that put you to hear what they're saying versus what I already said? Or didn't give me a chance to even say myself? In the beginning, if you don't love who you see every day, you don't love me at all. In the middle of the passage. If you don't love those you see every day, all those acts of love, those prayers, speaking in your heavenly language, all those are promises I promise you without your behavior being present. It's not behavioral based. So stop putting too much wording in people in a sense that don't even know me. Stop positioning people where they do not belong. You can't have nobody in the back keep being in the front when I said the last shall be made first. You cannot keep putting no one and keeping someone in the front who need to be in the back. Thank you, Father. <laughs> It's about the power of the presence that changed people's lives for the purpose. Having a passion to help and not a passion for you to be helped in order to help. That's a big difference. Because you have to take your mind off of you to have it on other people. Because you put them above you. That's the only way I can exalt you. Save God. How many still working on the nasty attitudes? But you love those you see every day. And you say that you love me. I receive your worship. I receive your praise. I receive your giving of thanks because I love you. But many of you don't love me. You just seeing me being faithful. Blessing you in the midst of your wrongdoing. But it's not prosperity. It's just my love for you, my goodness towards you, my grace that my son blood have afforded you has nothing to do about your lifestyle, has nothing to do about your prayer life, because many of you praying for things that you ought not to pray. Many of you pray more naturally than you do in your heavenly language anyway. Every good thing that you are receiving because I love you. How many love me? How many only believe? So why are you believing what that doctor say? If an organ seems to not function, why do you consider that doctor report that comes along with that organ not functioning when you have the power of a prayer warrior? It is what you say it is because you supposed to say only what I say it is. That's how you get my results. Say of God. I see everything. But everything don't think that I see. 
I see who love and who's talking. I see those who are for show and those who are not. I see those who are arrogant and those who are changing due to the resources, due to being popular. I see the misunderstandings. I see the negative motives. I see, but I am the defender and not you. A disciple is a person who don't take nothing with them but the message. And let me do the adding as you go along to release the message. Not you trying to strategize on what can you get before you give the message. Because by the time you receive what you try to get on your own, you forgot the message. Save God. Many of you deny my help to increase you in every area of your life by me sending people but you're allowing to be insecurity present that you dismissing people that have your breakthrough by saying I care about you but I don't want you around because I feel like every time you do come around it makes it seem as if I need to step my game up but if I know I gotta step it up then why am I denying you that's gonna help me come up so who do I want to be surrounded by here? Those who are going to cause me to go down. Or those who are right where I am when I said I want to embark. Aren't I answering you by sending people in your path? But because who I choose to send, you deny. Many of you wait in the seat in order to do what I want you to do in order to see. Yes, Father. Christ, I'm glad that you're always present. Here's a heartfelt confession out of my mouth. Listen to this. Thank you for the word love. You're spelling out love. Thank you. Here's my heart in your hands. Here are my words from my heart that I continue to guard from the issues of life. The issues of life tells me to not believe in what you say to me. The issues of life have me to do the opposite, to be anxious, to panic, to worry, to think about what's already been thought about, to try to write what you already written, to not believe in every word that you say, to claim what the world want of me. Even regarding my son or even where I live, the world and the issues of life has limitations. Tells you that you're not important. Tells you that you cannot have. Tell you that you would never be. You would never belong. And say everything that you don't. And here's my heart in your hands. I don't care about any of that. I believe what you have done, even though I was not physically there over 2,000 years ago, but spiritually, I am always present. Because our father said before I entered into my mother's womb, he knew me. 
Jesus, I believe you. There's a saying called, my life on the line. My faith is in you. That's higher than that. My faith says hallelujah, the highest praise. The highest praise. If you say I'm healed because of what you've done, then I don't think about being sick. I allow wisdom to fill me up with the knowledge to take care of my earthly vessel just because I believe that I am healed. If you say I'm rich, I would never think or worry about finances or a source of income. Because you say you matter to me to believe what you say. Everything that you say you afforded me, I walk in that daily and nothing going to ever rob me from me knowing that. Correct. Supernatural theology. I'm sold out. I would never, ever deny my faith. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. I can never, ever say I love you, Father, who I physically haven't seen and mistreat anybody, disrespect anybody. Disvalue anyone. I start with those who probably like me the least and lift them up as the greater to me. Regarding everything else naturally. If I say what you say, I must believe you. Me lying at night in my bed, I'm meditating on what you say and who you are. Because there's no way in hell I'm going to be a sometime believer. Because it matters what you see when you look at me. Do you see? God. When it comes to my faith, do you see? When it comes to my love walk, do you see? When it comes to my worship, do you see yourself in me? When it comes to how I treat those who seem to mistreat me, do you see? Even being gossiped about whatever happens, do you see? Yourself and me. So what does it look like to give a praise like David did? To hold on to God like Jacob did. To only believe God like Job did. To see the mighty acts of God like we all have. But when it comes to those supernatural encounters like Moses did, and we all do. <laughs> If I received what you didn't do, Christ, that's me saying I don't believe in what you've done on the cross. And I really honor you doing that for us. 
I honor it so much that I'm not going against that. I don't care what this world says. I don't care what nobody says. I'm just so out with it. I'm over religion. And a sense of trying to be dressed up. I never was like that. I want the facts. I want the for real. Be for real. Because you are real. I like how it's called Israel. A holy habitation for where your place, I mean, where your spirit dwells. A holy place. Because you are real. Israel. Many say Israel. (laughs) You are real. I get the name. Because who is real? You are. I love you all so much. I thank you angels that be with me daily. Walking with me on a daily basis. For those who are able to leave out the home. And for those who stay here to protect. Thank you. Thank you for the picture. Thank you for the encounters. Thank you. I'm serious about this. Self-evaluation is very important. And not trying to evaluate others instead. Not seeing what somebody's head is spiritually. But seeing what somebody's heart is spiritually. Not seeing what somebody has financially. Because they have the grace of God spiritually. Money cannot buy everything. But grace has afforded us to receive all things. And that's what Lady Wisdom teaches us. And I thank you, Father. So this day, Wisdom, I embrace you. I'm alert for you much more. Starting with me on the inside. Coming up higher with you to be shown on the outside. It's amazing how you were having to go somewhere and people just yell out and crowd to God. That's power. And not having to record every deed because you care about people being present without asking them first, do they mind? Thank you for being right here. It's so amazing how I can look at you in a natural and feel you here due to my spirituality, but naturally see nothing but what naturally appear, but spiritually, supernaturally seeing so much. Supernaturally. Amazing to have the ability to see three worlds at one time. But one supersedes them all, and that is the kingdom of heaven, God. So back to the question, what does my yes mean to you? Is your amen to me. Being a better mother, a better sister, a better daughter, 
a better friend, a better me. Strategizing on how I can become better for all of humanity at once. For those who are on the Merck's most one list, those who are on any country, city, island, any form of place list of committing a horrific crime, those who are out there murdering and raping and human trafficking and abducting and lying and adultering and lusting and fornicating and doing drugs and all these things, these that's from deception, that's upon your people, those who I am after, with your love, not with your restrictions, because restrictions don't free somebody, it bounds them. With your love, In so many ways to tell someone not to let go or forgive yourself for that crime you carried out. Even visiting some of those who in prison who feel like they cast out and can never be forgiven. Those who want to die. Those who want to commit suicide. Those who want to take their own lives prematurely. Those who are in the hospital beds receive what the doctor is saying and they're believing it so they're receiving it and their bodies are deteriorating because of what the doctor said. I release Christ as the physician over you. That is real ministry. Not always having engagements to go around people who already engaging with Christ, but go around those who are not engaging, who don't want to engage, who don't want to confess, who don't want to believe, who give it up on life, who give up on themselves, but still have a heart. Still see the good around all the evil present. Those who want to mess with the Ouija boards, those who want to worship Satan, and those who want to be vampires, those who want to do voodoo, those who want to go to the grave sites to call forth the dead. Those the ones who needs a physician. Those who want to get their palms red. Those who spend all their hard-earned money on scratch-offs for a financial breakthrough. But all they can do is look up upon the hills which come of their help and they help come from you. Those who are afraid to ask you what they know you're going to say because they don't want a chance you saying what they don't want to hear because they still want to do what they want to do. For those who want to be comfortable and don't want to be stretched, for those who want to live a churchly lifestyle but not live a supernatural lifestyle. Those who want to live not in their true identity as who you are. Even those who are prejudging. Even those who can't agree with religion. So you got Baptists. You got Christianity. You got Jewish. You got all of these Orthodox. You got all these things. Pentecostal. Epistolic. 
Pentecostal, excuse me, apostolic. It means nothing without love. Current of Bible means nothing without love. Having an organization, having a congregation is nothing without love. From every leader, which is everybody, because we all leaders around the world. And I pray that we continue to be fired up the way we was when we said, Jesus, be our Lord. Not just be our Lord till we get what we want. Now we want to be the Lord. We want the attention. We want people to follow us and buy us things and forgetting that we at one point didn't have and show no mercy upon those who are going through what we've been through because we currently do have. Not showing off what size house you have, showing off what kind of clothes you have, but not showing off Christ to those who do not have him. Lifting up those who have cliques and crews, who have an inner circle, who's not trying to expand. Not even aware it's a religious cult. Anytime you have someone to feel they don't belong or you have to be important to be with us, that's a, a religious cult. Because Christ, you never said. You said on earth as it is. And there are no cliques, cliques and crews in the kingdom. Not saying that you cannot have a circle of friends, but that circle must expand when you're walking like God. People all around the world. People from Asia in the group. People from India in the group. People from Pakistan in the group. Not just those who you grew up with. Not just those who you go to church with. Not even just those you encounter every day naturally. It can expand socially. Via Facebook. Via whatever. Lift that up. I come against insecurity. That when you bless us, Lord, and then when people receive breakthroughs in areas that we begin to look at ourselves like what's missing and thinking that we're not doing what we're supposed to do because we see them prospering. We're not some, even created or you never desire us, never desire us to look around at what we don't have when we see what you're doing in somebody else's life. It's to thank you, give you praise for even you doing what you're doing in our lives. And these things that you see in the body every day, everything you have me to say, all of this is in the body. And that's why many people outside of the body currently don't want to come in. That's why people create all these quotes and logans, I mean slogans, where all the sinners in the church and all those who I mean, hurt you in the church, but most of them are in the church and I got hurt from church. Someone lied to me. Someone disrespected me. Someone told me I couldn't wear this. And but we can.
cannot allow anyone's lack of knowledge to uproot us when we're supposed to flourish. But everybody is not where they ought to be spiritually mature. So I come against that happening in every congregation. Speaking to every usher that you usher people in. Not in the presence because the presence never leaves. Usher in the house of God. Those who are attending to the congregation and keeping it together and those who serve in a ministry, you are definitely a descendant of a Levite because you're working inside the house. It don't have to be all day, every day. You're serving inside. So your responsibility is keep that place being a place where God dwells. No one should leave feeling like they're not important or not acknowledged. How come these people only talk to those people? How come these people got to fight for their attention? How come they feel important because they're with these people? We are the children of God. I come against all that in every house. No ushers to tell nobody what they can and cannot do. Where they cannot sit. And look at them as if they can't wear what they came to wear. To every ministry in the congregation. That is all unto the glory of you, God. That people feel more welcome and not confused. Because for those who don't know about religion, they grow up going to church, wouldn't know where to start. You got the Muslims over here, sound like they know what they're saying, got all the, you know, the Islamic facts, dates and quotes. And you got the Baptists over here, Christianity over here. It can confuse people. Because it all sounds good. But where is the power? Power is not popularity. It's just people who've been drawn because they're hungry. But where's the power? Like you said, Christ, the works that you do, we do also. So if we walking with you, saying that and knowing you, why are we even shocked when you use us to do so? And you say even greater than that. I believe you, Father, you departed the Red Sea. I believe about the fiery furnace, how Christ spared those awesome brothers of mine. But I get deeper into that story and Daniel was also friends with them. In fact, he came with them, but he was ranked up to work right under the king. So if Daniel refused to bow down 
and they followed Daniel, why didn't they have Daniel to also go in that fiery furnace? Because he needed him. So that means he was willing to watch him serve his God, but wasn't willing to let the other three guys because he didn't need them. So Daniel watched God move on their behalf. Watching your friends on their way to execution and watching them refuse to bow down. I believe you put Jonah in the belly of a well. I believe that it's nothing you can't do. So I pray that I come up even higher and stand right there. Cannot do nothing. You cannot do. So take me somewhere I never been in you. Already there. You are amazing. Speak so fast. You're already there. You where you never been. Then take me deeper than that. Already there. That simple. That simple. I lift up those, if there are anybody who hate me, I lift those up before you. Anyone who don't want me around, I lift them up before you. And I release your love upon them. Starting with those who said yes to your will. For the things that people do that I'm not even aware of that was against me, I lift it up before you. And I thank you for keeping me. Thank you for defending me. My prayer is not, Father, get those who are against me. My prayer is that they receive all that you have for them. Because I'm not here permanently and I'm glad I'm not. But as I continue to fulfill my assignment here, I go back home where Christ had prepared a place for me because he loved me. But until then, I bring that world here. And it's so much from the kingdom that need to be here. But it has to start with love. So back to the question, it keeps having to go back to when we said yes to you. When we say yes to you, we say yes to each other. How can I say yes to you and say no to my neighbor regarding loving them and honoring them? How can we preach and teach or dance or draw about love and we really behind closed doors feel some kind of way about somebody? I pray that everyone who has friends Never entertain their friend's flesh, but feed their friend's spirit and say only focus on God because only God we serve. Not let's get together and follow what our friend is saying and entertain stupidity that we all look foolish. And it goes for everybody. Stop with myself. I don't want no one to feed my flesh. I don't want no one to tell me or encourage me to retaliate in emotional distress. 
I need somebody to feed my spirit. No cute, that's not you. No cute, you only believe. I pray that no one be offended. Many of us say yes to you, but we walk around so offended. We can't even lift someone up and say, I love you. I was just thinking about you. Oh, I'm fine. Don't need prayer. I'm good. Nothing wrong over here. Many stay within our own huddle, afraid of being exposed on how we really live, how we really feel. Many of us feel like, oh, everybody's releasing their accomplishments and I see what God's doing in their life, so let me just you know, put some things out there so it will look like I'm just staggering. Lay aside all those cares and just continue to have our heart guarded for I pray when you see us, you see you. When it comes to our believing in you. Because I can never, ever say, Christ, I believe that I am free from the lies of the enemy, lies of this world. And yet I claim any, I be bothered by it. You tell me due to wisdom what to watch, what not to watch. And I know the things to watch before I even push play not to watch. You, you can look at the picture. If it's going to cause panic, fear, doubt, lust, anger, then why watch it? I refuse to allow my flesh to try to even think it can overrule my spirit mind ever again. And before I get off of here, My yes is yes. I believe in you. I believe you. As I lie down, when I get off of here, I'm going to meditate on how much I really honor my believing in you. And watching you and encountering you, enjoying the honor due to me doing so. I love that. There's no amount of anything in the world that can compare to that. Thank you for the drums, playing drums. That means setting off a sound. Thank you. Now that is a voice of triumph. Thank you. That is a heart of a servant. Thank you. That is a mind of Christ. Thank you. I receive. Greater are you who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you.